Well, anyway, here's uh, Wonderwall. <laughs> top, Hello. Top, tw top 20 requests coming in live on the East Coast. Got Wonderwall at the top of the charts. There we Delilah. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, sorry to bore you there, Jimothy, but welcome back to the Texas Podcast Massacre. Uh, I'm indeed your host, Tank Rodriguez. This is going Commando. Oh, sorry. Ah. I meant that's what I meant. Jinx. Okay. You know, we'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> Wrong show, I do apologize, but welcome to Going Commando. I'm indeed your host, Tank Rodriguez. Join with me. We got Jimothy James Dean. We got the dirtiest of the dirtiest, Dirty Derek. And we have a special guest. Uh, I'm going to ask how y'all are doing in a sec, but I just wanted to make sure we introduce our guest first. You may know him from such shows as Stable of Studs, but most importantly, the Adam Danger podcast or i like to say the adam danger experience we got adam freaking danger himself how are you doing today adam hey i'm glad to be on here glad to be talking about our our topic du jour uh, just very excited thank you for having me on here tank now, we now call him captain adam danger oh good uh, gravy yeah I, captain Sully. fly <laughs> this podcast upside down danger there we go. We're in good hands today. We're, we're in Captain good hands today. We're in good hands. I can't even remember the name of our fucking show, so that should say enough. <laughs> I mean, you probably could have just gone with it. James would have said, let's horror, horror Jason, and then uh, we would have had to pivot anyway, so I was just saving you that hassle. Uh, thanks, man. I appreciate you that. that you know what, I was I, I was the first to say, I, I was the first to say it. I was a, okay. Fine. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Thanks, so much. Whatever works. I you, man. You know, I, I don't know where I would be without you, Derek. He's really saved my life this time, Derek. No one else, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> hey, am I the new Tanner? What's happening? <laughs> hey, we didn't mute you yet, so. Yeah, you're not muted, <laughs> yeah. so that's that's. Hey, look, you're not over there reading Twilight, so you're you're all right. <laughs> Inside. Okay. Insider baseball. In, inside joke. Yeah, Can't but how, how are you guys doing, Jimothy? How you doing today, man? Oh man, you know, uh, uh, yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm, hang I'm hanging in there. I've had better days, but it's fine. Well, Life okay. is a highway. Don't I want to ride it. it. Oh, night. Night. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, that's good. Okay. Good job. And Double D, how you doing today, sir? I'm good, man. I'm I'm good. I'm I'm on here to uh, read some chat transcripts and uh, catch predator. <laughs> It's, no, wrong show. <laughs> wrong. Uh, very, very, uh, very uh, predator adjacent. Uh, <laughs> predator, predator. Yeah. Predatorial. Predatorial adjacent. Yeah. There we go. That's perfect. Uh, can you well. just not put your cloaking on while I'm talking to you? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, today we are talking about uh, Predator. Are, is there anything specific that we're talking about Predator, or are we just talking about Predator in general? Well, I think we're just... We're talking about Chris Delia? But um, <laughs> no, but that's funny. Like, so, so I was just, uh, I was just watching uh, another YouTube channel that I like, uh, and they were uh, talking about how uh, Zack Snyder's uh, Army of the Dead they recast his role with uh, Tig Nicaro. Tig Nicaro. Yeah. <laughs> what I was like, it's so I mean, I guess like less controversy, but I was just trying to think of like, how do you? They're definitely very different builds. So I'm like, how do you superimpose? <laughs> Well, uh, now they it, completely refilmed all the scenes with him. Isn't that crazy? Well, 
it must have been enough, though. I, I would have to imagine that he was in a good chunk of the film for them to go through that effort. Because if he died off right in the beginning, why bother? You know? I mean, I all I know is unless he had like a young, unless he had a young teenage, unless he had some kind of young teenage sidekick in the movie that we don't know about, and it was like this is wildly inappropriate to keep him in there. So, well, uh, this is such a weird. You replaced Chris Delia with a Tanitaro. It's the weirdest. Like, it's cool. I mean, that's fine, but it's just the weirdest. You know what? What 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 about that character was so open? But we'll. See, I mean, well, Tigna Taro's like she's overcome, you know, a lot bigger obstacles. So this exactly. may be just a drop in the bucket. Yeah, could exactly. be, could be. I, you know, whatever. I think it's going to be a good movie. Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. But it was, it was kind of apropos that you brought it up. That uh, that was a, <laughs> yeah, that's a different very, type of project. Very interesting choice. And and before, of course, before we dive into uh, our topic of the day. I do have to ask you boys what y'all been watching this past week. I watched a ton. Uh, I went, rewatched a ton of old stuff. Uh, I decided I was going to revisit the two film franchises, the American Ninja and Best of the Best. Ooh, uh, I made ooh, yeah. it through the first. I made it through the first of each and then gave up uh, just because I had other things I needed to do that were more important than watching. Uh, uh, Never mind. Anyways, but uh, I did watch. I finally watched Bad Boys for Life, <gasps> and it was fun. It was fun. Uh, it gets real like uh, the, Fast and Furious. Well, or I was gonna say even more like Die Hard. Uh, what was the third one? Live Free or Die Hard? Like where it's yeah, like right. real over the top, stupid. Like there's some shit that happens in that movie that's like, is this like the Avengers? Like, like but, driving uh, a tank off of a driving a tank off of like a an overpass or something exactly. like that to catch yeah. a helicopter. Here, here's, here's, well, I mean, he does try to catch a helicopter. <laughs> um, but here, here's the thing that I, I love about this movie um, that I, I think is a funny part. I, I don't think it's a big spoiler, but um, I find it funny that the only way that, that Martin Lawrence would ever beat Will Smith in a foot race is if Will Smith got shot. I love Martin Lawrence. He's funny. I, I love his char- character in that movie. I actually think he was the most, like, like he was a realist in regards to like the evolution. Cause I was like, man, you, you got, uh, you got some extra junk in your truck, man. Uh, in this movie, but you're like true, like retired cop fashion. You're looking great. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, Will Smith is still looking in jacked. Uh, but I did see a picture of me got his teeth knocked out. Did you guys see that? Yeah, I saw uh, that. I saw was, a meme he about golfing. it. He was golfing. He got his, uh, front teeth, like, Knock the fuck out! It was it was really? absolutely He's, the most hilarious Will thing. Will Smith has had a hard has had a hard year. He's yeah, hard and then he, he got entangled with a golf club apparently. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what happened. His teeth got happened. detangled. But I will say, yeah. he, but I will say, like, yeah, he was looking good, looking pretty fit yeah. for a guy his age and stuff. And like, you know, he was pulling off the action stuff pretty well. Um, random uh, aside for that movie is I don't know where the uh, that like she's like the head of that. Um, what is their thing called? Arm uh, or yeah? Uh, oh, uh, uh, whatever it is. Yeah, the, the like the cop rat pack. The, yeah, the, the female, the head female cop though. She was a. Uh, yeah. What was that? I, I, I thought like I the funniest her. part of that group was uh, Alexander Ludwig uh, playing that. You know, the Vikings guy he plays a soft, sensitive, like yeah, computer exactly. nerd, like never like, one, and then he like goes Hulk at the end. Exactly, he goes like, full on part. MMA like Brock yeah. Lesnar style. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. fun. It was, I mean, again, it was like, 
it was nice to see those characters. It's again, it definitely felt like a Michael Bay, like you of know, sun, sun setting in Miami, helicopter shots. Like, but yeah. I, that was fun. Like it, again, I hope they don't do any more. I think that was the perfect way oh, to end. They will absolutely do more. Yeah, absolutely do more of that. It's Michael Bay. You bring Transformers into it next. Like, I mean, well, you heard the remake you know, news, right? By the way, um, uh, with uh, with uh, uh, Kevin Hart and Will Smith remaking yeah. trains, planes, and automobiles. Planes, trains, and automobiles. See, I would buy. So, I would buy that if it was Kevin Hart and Martin Lawrence in his current state. Like, <laughs> that would be that be that would be funny. He play the John Candy role, you know. But uh, I mean, the thing is, like, that's one of my like that movie is amazing, and God, I mean two comedy oh, yeah. icons but uh, i mean we'll see but it was just like i read that that's the weirdest remake i've ever heard but especially because it's 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 kind of a movie that its fans are like adamant about but it's not like some very successful yeah. uh at least i don't remember it being some huge box office smash i think it was one of the movies that got more life after it went to video but oh. uh either way i thought that was a weird of all the movie news i was like what but yeah yeah i'll save for texas podcast but uh, i also uh in the same uh, article is reading they're going to remake uh, The Exorcist for a theatrical version. Uh, oh, so I God. thought like Morgan Creek or something, the film company is going to be re- redoing The Exorcist. So I thought, well, that's interesting. So if they remake if they remake The Heretic, Exorcist Two, then I'm all for it because that hey, movie sucks. What about but, what about uh, Three? What if they did Three? I'd be cool with Three, but then you I mean cool. Three though is is so. I mean. Three is a good maybe, movie because of certain aspects, but uh, maybe they'll pull like a way, Halloween and uh, they'll just like forget the second, third one, and any other subsequent ones. Exorcist Dominion, and then they'll just go right into from the first one to the new one and uh, be, and jump in. So I'd be fine with that. I yeah. would be fine with that. Yeah, forget, keep it canon. Or have it That's, be Linda Blair, and she's a she's grown up and uh, she's got it's a granddaughter. Yeah, that's right. I was gonna say the players granddaughters at this point, yeah. Fucking fifty years old now. Yeah. So uh but yeah, fun good good times. Um funny enough watching old stuff. I uh not movie related, but uh my wife's really been wanting to watch uh you the old T V show Jag. Mm-hmm. Like oh, Jag. Yeah. Jag, good good show. Uh, I, I actually never saw it. I, I watched it at CIS and uh so I would say <laughs> Hey, you got CBS All Access, you know, and uh, I was watching binge watching the Twilight Zone. I was like, well, we got got Jag on here. We got through like the first episode, and we we're like, well, uh, there's some definitely some homophobic, misogynistic, and uh, definitely uh, xenophobic comments in the first five minutes uh, of, this, of this show. 1995, you you did not age well in television. Uh, so, uh, hey, you know, classic TV, you know, uh, they. Yeah, that's how they used to do it back then. Uh, the special effects were also pretty funny as well. Uh, definitely were shot on a green screen or something uh, to that effect. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, James got me on a kick of uh, thinking about Twilight Zone. So I decided to go back through and, uh, and binge watch. And I actually found an episode that I did not see in the first season. So I was pretty pretty happy about that. Um, but I saw the one where the little kid gets elected president. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, can I just say, because we're going to talk about Predator, and that kid's in the in the most recent Predator, the Predator, um, that kid bugs the shit out of me. I'm just going to say right. that right now. Uh, he he is the new Babadook kid for me. <laughs> um, he's I mean, the just, thing is, he's, did, you, did you see the room? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, no. He's, he's yeah. good in that, but he is annoying in everything else. Yeah, I 
I saw him in one movie that I thought he was decent in. And then, like, of course, he was supposed to be obnoxious in that Twilight Zone episode. But, yeah, and then, uh, and then of course, in the Predator movie itself, like, uh, he was just he was just annoying. He's been annoying in other things that I've seen him in as well. So I'm like, all right, you're, just that, you're that kid. I can't remember what he did in the Predator other than, like, he put the mask on and, like, kind of got everything oh. kicked off. He was off. smart. Like, he was really, he was really smart. But he just, uh, yeah, he was just... Uh, well, he was like he was autistic annoying. or something, and like, like I don't think that's what made it annoying. Not to no, me, though. No. Like I mean, but I, I think I, that's I'm not, yeah. No, no, I know that's not what you're saying. I'm just say <laughs> yes. Like that was that was the, the characteristic um, of him. But yeah, it was just it was just a weird. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll say this. I'll say this about Predator movies is that uh, in my family with my brother Joshy numbers, like any Predator, Alien, Alien versus Predator movie, like we have to be their opening night. Because we have to see what this is about. Like it's almost a ritual. So I think I think it was the Predator that Josh Numbers and I went to go see it, or it may have been a Terminator movie, but we went to go see it, and there was a set of brothers that were sitting in aisle ahead of us, and they were so heavy, they were so heavy set that they had to buy a seat in the middle of them just because that they were overflowing onto the, you know, they couldn't be held in by one seat. And, they wanted nacho cheese fries, man. They wanted the extra nacho cheese fries. Well, one, one brother was you wearing, know? like, a Oklahoma State shirt, and the other one was wearing, like, a Huey Lewis in the news shirt. And Josh and I looked at each other and just said, you know, we better stick with the women that we have, or we're going to wind up like these guys. <laughs> I don't know if you're married at the time, man. At that point, we were like, we just got to put rings on them. We got to put yeah. a ring on so them. Someone take care of us, or else we're going to just be two brothers that go to the opening night of The Predator. Go the Predator Seven. Like, <laughs> it's like just just the Guerrero brothers right there, like all the way. Um, you can force that life, ladies and gentlemen. Just FYI. <laughs> that, that Predator like movie night. What? Predator number nine. Predator number Predator number nine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know we we uh, again. If anybody's listened to our previous podcast, we we talked. We tried to talk about the Predator a little bit, and uh, we totally got sidetracked last time. So. Uh, yeah. Now that James is back, we're uh, you know got got supervision now. <laughs> we can actually uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it legitimately. Uh, but I was saw you know yeah go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say I I because we didn't talk too much about this beforehand. Uh, are we only talking about the the specific pre- the the original Predator film? Or are we talking about it is a franchise? Oh, like the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. Can we can let me do it? Can we do a can can we do just one thing for me? Can we sure. just not talk about the Aliens versus Predator films? Why? Those I, are good. One, one because I haven't seen them all because oh, okay. uh, uh, the first one was hurtful enough for me. But uh, <laughs> okay, can I can I talk about the 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 first one because it ties into the Predator? Sure. Like, can I, can I throw a fun? I'll throw a fun fact in there. Is that okay? Sure. We I mean we can talk about the first oh, one, but okay, as a franchise, fine. it was well. The other one sucked, so we don't have to talk about that one. I also, that, that, I also have a story about seeing the first Alien vs. Predator. Uh, it took place August thirteenth, two thousand four, and I'll oh, wow. try to I'll try to sanitize the story for all our listeners out here. That's uh, sixteen uh, years. Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness, sixteen years. Jeez, Louise. Oh yeah, man. Well, broke out of. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna have a flashback. But yeah, once we get to that, I'll share a little story about a younger Adam, a teenage Adam that was getting into, who's getting into the. Uh, the funky stuff back then, the weirdness, Ooh. if you will. Uh, first time ever. The, 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 first time the ever. actual experience. The This is where the experience started. <laughs> Up until then, I was real straight-laced. I was a real straight arrow. 
no sir, you know, no drinks for me, none of the no, none of the goofy stuff. But then one day, it was my buddy. I'm gonna call him Jackson because he's not gonna be listening to us. I don't think it'll get him in trouble. Uh, it was his birthday. He's like, hey man, do you want to get experienced? Are you experienced? I said, <laughs> I said, well, you know, it can't hurt anybody, right? So sure. And so we got experienced, right? And then we walked over to uh, the Hebner Oaks Theater because he lived near the Hebner Oaks. Oh and man. We're walking by, and now I gotta tell you, ladies and gentlemen, Jackson was more experienced at being experienced than I was. This was my first experience. <laughs> so we walked by a security guard. I go, hey, man. Hey. Hey, man, does he know? Does he know oh, we're experienced, man? No. And he goes, hey, just keep it to yourself, brother. Just keep it to yourself. Like, just make it into the theater. He doesn't okay, need man. to know your experience. Can you hear me talking to you? Can you hear me, can you hear me whispering to you right now? <laughs> just cool, man. Can you hear my hair? My hair's talking right exactly. now. Exactly. So then I went up to, like, the, the lobby, and I started buying, like, popcorn and hot dogs and nachos and ice cream Uh-oh. Uh-oh. and candy and Uh-oh. a pretzel like i i and i didn't have any money to my name i don't know how i afforded all this and we came into the movie we're watching the first alien versus predator and i just noticed that like motion wise like everything was going way too fast and the movie wasn't even over yet and this guy just gets up he shoots up out of his seat he just walks out. He storms out of the theater. He was so disgusted by this movie. He could not <laughs> oh. wait to see the end of it. And my friend Jackson turns to me and goes, hey, man, he didn't even like the movie. <laughs> 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 so how did you not like it? And we just giggled and giggled and giggled and laughed. I thought, uh, I thought was the story crazy. was going to be like, and then I, I realized I was actually trying to put the pretzel like behind his ear. And I didn't even know it. Let's I take mean, it may have happened. I don't. But all I just remember is thinking, like, is this what happens when you enhance, when you experience yourself and you enhance other media and you sleep like a baby the next day? Like, you just, wow, I've, I've never slept so well. Jeez, I, I was I was so experienced a month or so ago, I could, I could barely get off the couch. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago. That was a, a different person. I, I'm walking yeah, straight with the Lord. Yeah, now. it was a long ago. Yeah, it was a long ago. Like a couple years weeks, ago. A couple weeks. A couple weeks is a long time. I think I covered myself well. So, but I mean, wait, so that means like you spent like at least a hundred dollars to watch that movie. I was gonna but, say even in two thousand four. Oh, that now that brings me down. That so, much good, so much good. So much No, dude, it was an experience, and you know, it was, always it was think a very, It was a big experience, and I just remember giggling and being like, he he doesn't even want to see the rest of this movie, man. Uh, and like, I guess know what's we gonna happen. Here, we were saying, I was like, when's it supposed to happen, man? When is when's, What's supposed to happen? When is it happening? Nothing's <laughs> happening, man. Like, Just take it easy, man. Take it easy. Don't talk so loud during the movie. I talk very loud during movies, too. Like when The I'm Predator playing, never showed up. The Predator <laughs> never showed up. We were at the and then I realized it was Spy Kids. Kids. It was Spy so Kids. You were, you were at you Bridges of Massive County. <laughs> <laughs> no, gang, when I, when I go to the movie theater and it's like a, if I'm drinking, I just start yelling i don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie righteous kill uh mm-hmm. with uh, al pacino and, and robert you know so my brother and i went to go see that we were we were we were hyped for it we're like yes it's gonna be like goodfellas but even cooler and i drank a pitcher of beer and in the middle of the movie i shouted he's the killer that one he's the killer <laughs> hey, shh, shh. you're supposed to yell spoiler alert when you when you say that spoilers, like in the theater because i was drunk and sweaty <laughs> sorry wow. It's your good times. This this is why, folks. Anybody who's listening, this is why danger is his his absolutely. Last name. This is why because he lives dangerously. He doesn't yell spoiler alert before yelling out who the no, killer is. He just yells. He just yells it out. That guy's an alien. I know it. He's the killer. 
That facehugger is not legit. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite? You know what? Do you guys have a favorite uh, out of the series, like your favorite Predator movie? I'm going to venture to say mine's part two. I love part two. I actually, at the time, I felt like it. So the part two is actually, there was a DC, uh, Dark Horse Comics um, who had the rights to do all the aliens. In fact, they, they were the ones that came up with aliens versus Predator together. Um, uh, in fact, the, the, the sort of Easter egg of the hidden xenomorph skull in that scene in part two was because of the comic. Um, but uh, it was very, it was a really faithful, it, it was a pretty faithful adaptation to uh, the comic. And it, except for in the comic, it was actually Dutch's brother was the cop. But pretty much everything else was pretty much as far as like major story plots were the same. Um, I actually thought I loved Danny Glover in it. I actually thought Danny Glover looked he was like pretty jacked in that movie. He was. Uh, I lo- yeah, I really liked Maria it. Maria Peter uh, Alonso, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, and uh, Bill Paxton, yes, yeah, which is funny because I was gonna say he's a he's the one character that played two different roles in, in an alien and a predator movie, that's right, and in Terminator. And Terminator. And Lance yeah, Henriksen, right? Lance Henriksen's in... Oh, yes. No, you're, Alien, you're 100% correct. Alien, Predator, and Terminator. Yes, he is. Wait, what? Yeah, is, Lance Henriksen's in Terminator 1, right? He's the... Oh, he's yeah, he's the cop. Paul Winfred. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, also, right. I'm sorry. Side note, I know I'm just jumping in here, guys, and I know this is out of protocol, but um, you don't know how many times I message James Dean here with my theories about the shared universe between aliens, Terminator, <laughs> Predator, and I'll be like, look, Wayland Utani and Blade Runner. Like, I incorporate all of these, and he goes, you're really not supposed to be smoking when you're working. I'm like, I'm not smoking. This is just me, you know, extrapolating on this rich universe. And he's like, you know, dude, it's it's 9 o'clock. I'm just trying to get home. I'm just trying to finish. <laughs> I, I have a lot of thoughts and theories about uh, Predator. Uh, I guess, yeah, I, I like the second one a lot that was the first one i watched as a kid i was like 10 years old um they used to play it on wgn a lot i don't know if you guys grew up and he had wgn like Heck channel yeah. 18 yeah you know what i'm talking about right yeah. taking bozo the clown man exactly <laughs> exactly they would show it like on prime time and they would edit it out right but for a 10 year old you're just seeing action and you would just see yeah. like blurred you know blood and guts and you would come to school next to me like did you see predator it's gonna be on thursday at 8 p.m don't tell your parents you're watching predator 2 and like again you know as kids we were just like really all about predator 2 uh and it was great and then the first and then i watched the first predator and i was some people go through phases like some people go through a titanic phase like they love titanic they see it so many times they want to live their life like titanic i adam danger went through a predator phase all predator all the time i had it on vhs I'd watch it every time my parents like left me alone and it was up to me to watch. I'd always put Predator in. I memorized that movie. I memorized Alan Silverstreet's like theme music. Like that was my life. And that was my favorite movie of all time until like I was 16 or 17. I saw, so I saw, you know, like there's really formative movie going experiences. I saw the, the Predator in the theater with, it was my dad and my two brothers. Um, uh, took us on a Saturday to go see The Predator. When as soon as I saw that trailer, I was like, I have to see this movie. <laughs> and it was such a cool movie. Even my dad loved it. My dad was like, that movie's badass. Um, but it, I came out of the theater being like, well, that's the best movie I'm ever going to see in my life. I mean, what's better yeah. than that movie? Like, the, there's nothing going to be better in my life than that movie. And I was almost actually correct. 
Uh, it's one of those movies, Predator, the first Predator is a perfect movie. It works. It's exactly what it needs to be. It's the most masculine tough guy movie ever. Everybody in that movie is more badass than the next dude, uh, except for Shane Black. <laughs> but he's the, you know, he's the funny one. Um, uh, it's as big as a house. As big as a house. <laughs> God damn. Uh, uh, but yeah, it was one of those things. It was, it, it was for the longest time. It would kind of go back and forth between a few movies, but like it was, it was always in my top two favorite movies. And, uh, you know, for the longest time, yeah, I read every single Dark Horse comic. Uh, I loved Predator Two. Um, I don't think there's actually a bad Predator movie. Um, I think there's. I mean, Predators isn't a great movie, but it's not a bad movie. No, I, I actually was, really, I actually really like that movie. Uh, surprisingly enough, like I thought it was kind of cool that uh, was it, I, to me that was a very cool concept of like taking humans and putting them on like a, a basically like a game for game preserve. Um, the only thing that really bothered me about that entire movie was uh, uh, the guy from Topher that seventy show, Topher Grace, as like the the closeted serial killer at the end. But Walter Goggins, I got it's fucking hilarious. Walter Goggins, yeah, I am always pissed that Danny Trejo doesn't last as uh, like longer. I was like, that's Machete. It's Machete. <laughs> uh, he's also a vampire and he works at a bar. Like, why isn't this guy lasting longer? Uh, well, he's in Connor. You know, everybody at the time was pissed because, you know, the original movie had, like, Jesse the Body, Arnold, Carl Weathers. And when they came out of that movie, it was, like, Adrian Brody and fucking the kid from that 70s show. And everybody was pissed. Like, where's the Lawrence first Fishburne. Movie? What's up? Lawrence Fishburne, too, though. Yeah, that's right. Lawrence Fishburne. But everybody was, like, uh, you know, mad that, like, it wasn't a bunch of jacked guys. I'm like, who are you going to get that's bigger than Arnold and they Jesse? Those dudes don't exist anymore because – UFC fighters or something like exactly like so I will say Adrian Brody did get pretty jacked for that movie though I was actually pretty impressed like how in shape he was actually fun fact there was a they actually did a a continuation comic that detailed his story after like the after the first movie was over and about him trying to get to the the ship to like get get off the planet and stuff but uh, I I know it was a cool movie um and that's that's one thing that I really liked about um about that particular that particular movie was just kind of the concept of like the the fugitives kind of together um trying to get off like and, and like i like the two sentences up too where they set up like the good predator versus the bad predator yeah. like that that kind of the two subsets of like the predators which i thought was kind of a cool concept because you had know, like the infighting between the predators um even on that like that home world right so i thought that was kind of neat too yeah. Well, the the thing that the uh, Dark Horse comic had, the original Dark Horse versus uh, Predator vs. Alien, is that it and the it, the video game that actually I don't know if you guys remember the video game Aliens vs. Predators that came yeah, out. Yeah, it's my favorite so, arcade game. Yeah, it was dope. Well, it took so in that comic they actually introduced the the premise of basically it's like the settlement, uh, this planet like Earth has colonized this other planet because it's similar and they're trying to bio transform it and but um they don't realize that uh. Both the there's actually like aliens have infested it, xenomorphs have infested it, and it's being targeted by predators. Well, it ended up being that one of the predators, and I can't remember, they end up naming it like Spanky or something. But one of the predators is actually a good, like actually helps the humans, and they have like their like predator buddy. And as a kid, I thought that was the fucking coolest thing. Let me actually give you a real quick story. So one of the most intense nightmares I ever had as a kid um, was actually about the predator. Um, 
because I was like running around, like the predator was trying to hunt me, and I'm like jumping over bat, like I couldn't get away from the predator. And the predator, I was like, even in my dream, I'm like, the predator's not real; it's a movie character. But he had all of the powers that he has in the movies. And in my dream, I'm like, this is the most unstoppable thing. It's it's giant. It can you know turn invisible it can heat seek laser you it's got all these crazy blade weapons the thing is actually terrifying it's probably one of the most lethal characters in film history uh but it's funny like i I never i wasn't a kid that suffered from nightmares i as a kid i got afraid of being kidnapped because that shit was very popular in the early 80s but uh but yeah Yeah, thanks thanks a lot john john for all of of us couldn't go to a mall in the 80s without like i thought it was kidnapping and uh diplomatic immunity We'll keep you that's, the thing. <laughs> well, that's, that's what pisses me off the most as a kid. I would just fucking diplomat. I thought it was like, I really thought it was going to be a bigger problem in life than it turned out to be. Diplomatic immunity? Yeah, because, you know, like in like all the movies, like in Lethal Weapon, like you cannot like, touch me. I, I have immunity. diplomatic immunity. Didn't sound like it from blowing him away, though. I mean, at the, at the very end, like. I know, but I, I, I probably didn't like, get fired for that. I have no idea. You can get arrested, but he can't. I, I was just, I thought it was very unfair. As a diplomatic child. immunity. Mr. Riggs. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, just like James, though, I, uh, and I'd i read the Dark Horse comics. I'd read Batman v. Predator, and that was a really good run. Uh, I also, though, this is the depths of my nerddom. There were these uh, paperback books by these, I think it was a father-daughter writing team called, like, S.D. Perry and Steve Perry. And they wrote, like, Alien vs. Predator. But it, and it wasn't a comic book. It was just, like, a paperback oh. book. And I'd read that throughout middle school. Anytime we had like a class field trip to Austin where you knew it was going to take an hour and everyone brought their city Walkmans and like maybe their game gears to play. Like I brought my little like Alien vs. Predator book. I was like, this is the toughest fucking book of all fucking time. And it was always just about like maybe like like James was talking about where they're trying to terraform a planet and there's some commandos on there and the Predators show up. And I think there's some lady, she was a commando, but then she got adopted. And they even gave the predator species a name like Yahati or something like that, or Yahoot. I forget what it's called. Nabi. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it was <laughs> like called Avatar. a Yai, like or a Yai. A I just want, I want avatars to go. I want predators to go to the avatar planet and kick some. fuck everybody up. Yes, please. Kill everyone. Kill everyone. I'm going to fucking kill your spirit to and hang corpses from me. So uh, let me ask you guys. So what did you guys, I'm assuming everybody here saw the predator. Yeah. What do you guys think of it? Uh, okay, so I I'll give you my my like one major criticism, which is the very end of the movie. I'm gonna say spoiler alert now. I don't live as dangerously as Adam Danger. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. So it, yeah, if you see the movie, the ending is like the obviously they go to the military base. The son who's like super smart is now working there. They just drop the kid off full time because the mom's like fuck this. Like he can live on the military base while the predators and the computers now. <laughs> I don't have to be a parent. Um, and then they open up this like package from like the good predator and out pops. It's like a mechanized predator suit. It's called like the predator killer. However, there was three endings apparently that were written for that, uh, that ending. One was it was going to have Dutch uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger from the first predator. That was going to be the predator killer. Then there was another one where it was actually Ripley from um, oh. aliens, and that was going to be the predator killer. And then I think there was like a fourth, a third one that was going to be like it was actually going to be Newt from what the um, fuck? I, knew which that. I was like, I don't, I don't know how you do that because like they, uh, the 
deck, the deck timeline the doesn't work. Theory, theory kills the dude off in the third, uh, the third movie, if you believe the canon. Um, so, like, to me, that was that was a huge miss. I would have loved to see either Sigourney Weaver and or uh, Schwarzenegger pop out of that thing. And that would have got me really pumped up for a fourth one or whatever the next one is, fifth one. But they didn't. They, they left it the mechanized suit. And he's like, take that in a 34 long. Boyd uh, Holbrook, I think, is, is a good actor. He's, he was, I loved him in Wolverine. Um, and he's, he's, he's good for, like, action movie stuff. Yeah, um, I, I think it was it was the ensemble to me was like really forced. Uh, I, I actually as funny as it was like Thomas Jane and uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Keegan Michael Key. Keegan Michael Key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keegan Michael Key. We're like we're like a funny like combination in a very <laughs> a very like homoerotic way, um, which I I couldn't quite grasp the relationship. As I was like, did they? I don't know if they saved each other for like in like a previous like battle or so. I I don't know. I don't know where the connection was. I admit, totally missed that part. I got everybody else's backstory. That was the one that I, I couldn't couldn't quite figure out. And yeah, so I, I didn't think it was bad. Um, it was. I don't think it was as good as like yeah. I think the other ones. Like if I had to rank them, it would be you know two one. Uh, probably the. Three yeah. and four. Three, four. Yeah, I'm probably, yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, I, not enough Olivia Munn. Like, because right, I thought she yeah, was going to be yeah. like in that board. I like Olivia Munn. She's fine. I like it. And then I just, I have a problem with, and I feel like it's a little exploitive, but it, like, he's got autism, but it's really the next stage in evolution and it's a superpower. Like, I get uneasy when people try to try to use, like, oh, this is. They're very special. They're a beautiful mind. And it's like, I don't know. I always feel like that's exploiting a situation so, and exploiting so what, people. You, so you dislike people with autism? No, I just feel like you that's should be terrible, even... Adam. Jeez, oh, man. What oh, do, God, here no comes. <laughs> God damn. I'm no. going to write my blog post tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think it's more like you should you should be more protective. And it shouldn't just be like, actually, this is a superpower. And it helps me solve crimes. And it helps me like speak with aliens. And it's like, no, these people you know tend to be you need to more compassion and understand them it's not right. just like let's use them for super they're computers with shoes it's like, on it's like everybody thinks uh that savants can are rain man you know yeah and um, i i think that's it's yeah. I, I don't like it. it makes me uncomfortable and that's just like a weird pick of the love of mine because i always feel like you're just exploiting that person especially when it's a kid right yeah. like i and i feel like oh that's just you know even it's not real right but even if it's the character you're like oh well you know this kid's it's against their will and and they're a little more vulnerable than just like, you know, a savvy kid that's like, I know what's happening. Skateboarding is cool. Pod racing's awesome. Like, if they're annoying little shits, at least they're a little self-possessed. And if they're not, they're getting more vulnerable. It's like, don't. Uh, that's kind of weird. So I always feel weird about that. Other than that, it was it delivered. Right. Everything. You know, everything was very confusing, too. Right. It was like, why are they here? Well, uh, climate change. It's getting really hotter. But also, there's more autistic kids than there used to be. So this is the next evolution. Like, they never nailed down why these predators were here on Earth. So here's here's the thing. So when I heard about it, I was excited because it's Shane fucking Black. Yeah. And the year previous, he had done Nice Guys, which was one of the best fucking most amazing. The script for Nice Guys is one of the best things I'd seen in years. Um, And Shane Black, I mean, the guy that did, you know 
created the genre by creating the uh, for you know writing the first movie you know known for having really smart dialogue action films he like i said he wrote the first one so i was like yeah let's do this shane black um and again he had just a nice guy so i was like well obviously the dude still got it but one i don't know if it was a thing of like did he mail this in and it wasn't just you know he just didn't he was sort of doing it for the paycheck or was this the studio had all these different things they wanted or you know was there producer you know interference like i don't know but it definitely felt like a more like a rough draft than a completed film. I think one of the things that most cements that is Derek to Derek's point is they had great actors and so sometimes with really great dialogue, but it always seemed forced or half-assed. Like all of their involvement seemed like it was added on um, to fill out the, the script, okay. but it did seem like organic and their characters like we're almost there, but we're missing something. And again, you yeah. great Thomas Jane, Keegan Michael Key. The cast was great. Um, in fact, yeah. like Sterling, I thought, Sterling, Sterling K. Brown too. Like yeah. I, I thought he he was great, but I think his like his cocky asshole routine was like just too over. Like I felt like I was watching a frat boy, boy yeah. uh, who's in charge of a military installation. And um, I, I love. I think it was the other missed opportunity too was like they they brought in uh, Jake Busey, who's Gary Busey's son, to play yeah. his son. In the lab, which I was like, that's fucking cool because I love Gary Busey. Uh, obviously, he didn't survive part yeah. two, but uh, um, I love Gary Busey, I love Jake Busey. So I'm like, this is a great setup. Like, maybe he's a bad guy, maybe he's a helper, but like, man, he doesn't stay in it very long either. So uh, just another like, could have done a lot more callbacks to the uh, fucking bring Danny Glover back. Yeah, exactly. You know, bring Danny What's he's Danny he's Glover on- doing? He leads a weapon five, but it's you know, he's not too he's not too old for this shit, you know. I mean, he could be a retired cop. You know? I would have been so. In fact, if they had, had both of them, Dan Glover yeah. and Schwarzenegger, I would have been over the moon. And I think, right. I mean, you don't want just fan service for the sake of fan service, but I think they could have done it in a way that was really cool and exciting. That you know yeah. wasn't uh, you know the Expendables where it was just sort of yeah. fucking ham shit in there. And they tried to like they tried to to link in the other movies, which I thought like. Even the where it's going, the Alien versus Predator is like they had like one of the weapons by like the main like female protagonist like on the wall um, at the at the lab. Like so, obviously they've they've had contact with people that have kind of gone through this process before, but like they were sort of where are these people? Like where you know are they at that institution? Are they in the military compound? Like are they helping in some type of way? Like bring those people back, man. That's like that's a lot of great backstory to add to the. You can get like a super team going on there with all the people from maybe, hey, maybe Drew Brody made it back to Earth. Who knows? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that for a long time they didn't, you know, <laughs> you know, they were very hesitant about saying what is canon in the Predator films and what's not. And, um, you know, like I said, when you get Robert Rodriguez involved and then you get, you know, um, Shane Black, it's like, are we rebooting this? Are we is this, we're trying to reset this universe, but they've never, I mean, it's sort of, you know, and I, I've heard that script wise, there are contradictions throughout the movies and with some of their mythology, but uh, um, I'm, I would have to like look that up, but I do feel like overall the predator itself is such a fucking compelling like concept. And first off, I feel like we definitely need to talk about this. First off um, the design uh, Stan Winston's design 
is one of the most perfect thing from head to toe. The original Predator design, everything about it, the makeup, the helmet, which, you know, and again, I we talked about James Cameron recently, but uh, James Cameron is actually the guy, the reason that the, the Predators has, yeah, he James Cameron was on a plane with, um, uh, with Sam Winston. He's like, why don't you think about like mandibles? And he's like, oh shit, that's a good idea. So thanks, uh, thanks James Cameron. But I'm I'm sure sur- I'm sure everybody here has heard the history of the first Predator and what it was supposed to be. Share it with us, though. I know what it is, but sure. I, I like hearing the story. So, sure first off, was it was it more a vagina with teeth? Because that's that's what I always think when I see the Predator. Exactly. Uh, hey, now. Um, the uh, so the original Predator was actually Jean Claude Van Damme. And the whole idea was that it was supposed to be like almost like ape like where it was like super agile and like super quick. Um, it had this really almost very xenomorphs type design to it where it was like this hunchback and this long face and but it looked goofy as fuck. And and John Clemendam hated it and he hated the the makeup and he didn't want to do it and he was being a big diva. So they re-scrapped it and uh reshot that and recast it with uh Kevin Michael Hall. Uh, who also was Harry and, from Harry and the Hendersons, um, and also Sorry, Tiny that Kevin Peter Hall. Kevin Peter Hall, thank you. Kevin Peter Hall, who was uh, also in the show uh, called um, Misfits of Science, uh, where he played this uh, seven foot three inch guy that could shrink, which uh, I've always thought was funny uh, as a kid. That was that was, show was great. Uh, Misfits of Science, eighty six ish on NBC. Anyways, um, but. So they scrapped it and redid it. And what they ended up with, I think, was one of the coolest fucking movie characters of all time. That's first makeup and, and design. The helmet's cool. His armor's cool. He's got those the blades. Um, you know, having him be this, like, extreme. Even he, like I said, uh, Kim Peter Hall was, like, I think, seven, two, seven, something. Um, but in the makeup, they made him even bigger, so he was more imposing. Um, but you see that cool-ass helmet, you think that's, like, just a cool helmet. And then he takes off the helmet, you see what he actually looks like, and you're like, holy shit, this is crazy. This keeps getting crazier. And throughout the series, you know, they, they, they've done things to, like, change it. I, I actually really like what's called the quote-unquote city predator um, the from the predator. second one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the... Uh, the set, I thought the second one was cool. I I haven't loved everything they've done. I did like the end of part two, where you see that there's more more predators, and you see like the, the old guy predator and stuff, and that was cool. And yeah. he gives the musket, but just design. I did like the berserker. Like I think it was on the the uh, the, uh, the predator. Uh, they're going with Adrian Brody, um, where they had the berser- the berserker like predator. Um, I thought that was kind of cool uh, as well. Like I liked some of the, well, the that's different design changeups. That's what I was going to ask. What did you guys think about, like, like the, the Predator dogs and then, like, the giant Predator? What was it called? It was, like, the Super Predator. I forgot it was, like, Ultra the Predator. Apex. Oh, no, Apex. I, yeah. I think that's Randy Orton, <laughs> Apex Predator. Exactly, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think, like, once you have the characters, because, again, even in the comics, there were, like, Predators and then there was the Hunters, which, like, Predators were, like, the common Predators and then the Hunters were, like, super predator so that was already a concept even before the movie like they went even into the second movie or, or maybe the anything past the second one but um you know i people online some people hate the fucking apex predator or the super predator whatever the hell it's called um some people hate the berserkers too like some people like predator fans online are kind of split i think it's cool like i like the predator dogs people online made fun of them uh, i thought they were cool uh yeah. something unique and stuff uh, I think, well, I, th- I think you just, yeah, I just think you can't make every predator look the same. So I think that like 
just like humans, you know, they got to have a variety and there's probably like, and, and they're like kind of almost like a military installation to some degree or like a tribe. So there's, there's gotta be like people with different hierarchy. roles. Like hierarchy. hierarchy, exactly. Like, um, so like it, it would be kind of great. Like, if they ever did another one to show like kind of like the like the leader of the tribe like is there like an elder predator or you know some shit like that uh but cooler than avatar um well I, one thing i read I, I don't know if it was a comic or if it was maybe i don't even remember where i read this but i think at one point there was supposed to be like it was actually a matriarch believe it or not the predator society was matriarchal and it was they had like almost like a queen almost like the alien queen where it was actually a queen and the females were actually bigger oh. and stronger than the males and i thought oh that's kind of interesting i'd like to explore that but then you know predator snoo snoo. Snoo. what's up real snoo 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 yeah sorry. like some future album. oh i was gonna I ask you guys this have you ever heard like the the genesis of of the idea for predator i don't know it, it was kind of hollywood lore it started yeah. off as a joke that uh, that the producers and I think the the McTiernan's I think were the directors yep. was that uh, Rocky has fought everybody he fought Clubber right. Lang he fought a Russian what if he fought an alien and then that was just a joke like what if Rocky fought an alien and that just permutated into like well what if you know some strong big strong guy fought an alien what would that alien be like and that eventually became the movie Predator that's right yeah what's that's actually pretty. That's a pretty. I did not know that. I, I knew about the Van Damme piece, but did not know uh, that's the Hollywood lore. Let me ask you a quick question. What is your favorite Predator weapon? Like Predator's got a ton of weapons. Like, what is your favorite one? Like, I'll tell you, mine is the uh, is the net. Like the uh, the like razor the net. The razor net. I always thought that was like the coolest thing. It shrinks you down, like cuts right into you. I always thought that was a really cool, like cool concept. I, I'm glad you asked that question, Derek, because that hits me right in my center of my nerddom. Uh, I'm split. I mean, it's shoulder cannon in the original movies is one of the fucking badass weapons ever, just because yes. it fucking just annihilates things. But I will say my favorite is his glaive from the second one. When he throws that shit across like the room, and it's, oh, dude, it's so badass, dude. I remember as a kid being like, uh, I was like, man, like, I want, I wish they could make that. I want to own a Predator Glaive. And of course, now I'm sure some company out there makes them. But as as like a 13-year-old kid, that's all I wanted in life was a real Predator Glaive. I wanted that spear, the the spear that would like yes. extend. extend. And then you would just like, he could hawk it and either it would impale somebody or, you know, stick on a wall. Uh, yeah, I always just like it to go almost like a briefcase or something. Yeah. It looked really, really cool. What about yeah. that thing? Um, what's it? Uh, it was like a circle, almost like a disc. That's the glaze. Uh, That's a glaze. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just whips around. It was cutting through the meat, right? Doesn't it cut? Exactly. Like they go into the the butcher or just like the right. meat locker, and you just see like the bodies of meat. And then is it Gary Busey yeah. or one of the guys? It, it is. Yeah, it's Gary Busey. You just see like uh, the bottom, the bottom. It was like the bottom half of it falls off, right? Like, yeah. Right. Yeah, it reminded me of like Killer Clowns from Outer yeah. Space, right? Where they yeah. just like meat bags or whatever. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. First off, guys, let's we we I think we want need to also before we wrap this up. First off, the quotes, the lines from the original Predator are endless. There's so many quotable lines. Get through the chopper. I ain't got time to blade. Like, oh, there's so many great lines. Um, ugly they motherfucker. They got you pushing too many pinchels. Yeah, exactly. They got you, and then you know, obviously. I've seen the you know the Carl Weathers Schwarzenegger handshake the 
buff muscle, like the big bicep handshake. I've seen that replicated in a in a thousand different ways in <laughs> t-shirts and because it's like the most masculine thing ever. And uh, yeah, I think it's one of those movies. Again, I do think the first Predator movie is nearly perfect. It's got all the characters. You don't know anything about these characters. But what you do know is really intriguing and really interesting. And, like, that's why when these they start, like, getting killed, um, you know, it's really kind of, like, upsetting or even a little terrifying. Because these are these bad motherfuckers in the jungle and they're just getting wiped out. But I think, like, what Predator is given to pop culture, I think, uh, as probably one of the most beloved action film franchises of all time, um, I think can't be overstated. And I definitely think... You know, on all the movies that we've talked about on this podcast, um, I definitely think Predator's probably. We talked about good movies, we talked about bad movies, we've talked about all kinds of movies, but I do think Predator's probably in the top three greatest action films of all time. This, the first one specifically, I do love this, the second one, but I do think the first one is literally a perfect uh, action film. It works on different levels. The writing is really sharp, the dialogue's sharp, but it keeps moving, it never gets dull. Um, the ending is fucking genius. Like, you know, the predator lap, like everything about it is just chef's kiss. Like it's just perfect mm-hmm. to me. It is. It's yeah. I, I think it's, uh, I think it's, it's just a fun movie too to top it all off. So exactly. I think you can, you can watch it. If you're not a, like a, to your, to your point, James, like it's perfect in a way. Cause if you're not a, a really big horror movie fan, but like you like action movies, you're going to like it. If you like creature features, you like the monster movies, right. You're going to like it. If you're just like kind of the run-of-mill watcher of like, yeah, like, you know, kind of just wanting some comedy and slapstick, there's some, to your point, there's like some really great, funny one-liners in there as well. Like, you're, you're going to like it. It's kind of something really for everybody. You have a little love story in there between yeah. Schwarzenegger and uh, Anna. Uh, Anna. Right. Yep. So, I mean, there's there's a little something for everybody that's in there. So, I, I think it it's, it's just a great franchise, I think. Like, even, even in the worst, like, even the worst ones are still – not terrible, right? Like they still, well, I said, they still have the predator, right? Like they still aliens, have. I don't think, like I said, some people don't love the predator. Some people don't love predators, but they're not bad movies. They're just maybe didn't live up to our expectations, the way that like maybe after so many years we'd hope to. But I can watch any of them and still be fine. Like I, uh, I would say of the four, Predators is probably my least favorite, just because I see all of the missed opportunities in that movie, what they could have done, and very much to like. Uh, your point, Derek, I feel like that the Topher Grace thing was a little, I don't know if it was miscast. And I, I like Topher Grace, but something about it just didn't sit well with me. But it was a bad movie. No, I think it's fun. I think Adrian Brody is a great actor and I think he, he played a very compelling like lead man. So, but uh, yeah, I definitely think they haven't like predator movies alone. They haven't made a bad one. Aliens versus predators. Like I said, I don't, I won't count those, but yeah, I, I definitely did like the second one. I did. I did really like the concept for the first alien spreader and the, the pyramid under the Arctic. And I, I, I just thought it was, kind it was of cool. most like, like poorly lit, poorly filmed. Yeah. It, it's like two. Like, I was need to digital? rewatch them. Was it one of the first films that like was, was digitally? Was yeah, yeah it, there was, there was definitely a lot of like digital effects in there as well. But um, yeah, I, I thought it was, you know, there was, there was a lot of cool features. And then I think like, it was, you know, to get humans picked off by predators, by aliens, but um, to top it off, and some decent actors in there too. Obviously, Lance Hedrick and um, you know had uh, Ewan Bremmer in there, and um, so I, I think there was some kind of there were some good people in there too that I think were were decent actors. So, um, but second one obviously is totally a shit show. So 
Uh, don't watch that. It's uh, the main actor is the guy who played Half Sack on Sons of Anarchy, and he's dead. <laughs> so uh, in real life, he went to or did he went to jail for murder or something like that. I don't know. But um, anyways, yeah. So that that one's terrible. But um, yeah, I, I like you know, what I really loved about the the Predator or Predators is uh, I like the uh, the guy from like the Yuvaza like the samurai sword guy, uh, which I thought was kind of cool. We worked for like the triad or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Triad versus uh, ninja versus uh, predator, which is kind of cool. So that was almost like a G4 TV. Like you know, one of those shows, like who would win in a fight, like uh, a samurai or, or a knight. Yeah. A knight. Like that was pretty, that was just as a movie with the backdrop of predator. Uh, those like well, late night G4 weird shows. I think that's why the the predator is such an interesting concept because you can do a lot with it because ultimately these are this race of really like impressive and dangerous aliens who have this weird sort of moral code or this weird sort of like hunter's code where like if you are seen as a as a as not as a threat you know they won't hunt you but if you're an alpha male or if you're some sort of you know uh, considerable threat then you're game and and playing with that dynamic and also pitting them against, you know, that's why, again, weirdly enough, they've worked in comics, the Predators versus Batman, like different scenarios that they've been in, because it's such an interesting concept in the Shane Black and, you know, and McTiernan, Larry McTiernan, like, and then the people who have contributed to the mythology, even from the get go is so interesting. Like they had their own, you, you, they had like a, a written language we could see with like the different numbers, the way it mimics speech, there's all these different things into it that was really compelling and different and really created a sort of a three-dimensional mythology for them. And that's why every time that people have added to it, it gets a bigger and bigger mythology. And I think that's cool. And I think like you, since the first film set it up so well, I think there's so much room to play with there. That's why I think, again, the concept of Predators was really interesting because, again, instead of people coming to our planet, they take, you know, dangerous people from Earth. And, you know, it's like uh, like a game. Um, Most dangerous a, game. Well, yeah. In, in, in like sort of oh, like yeah. a, a, a um, like a game preserve. Yeah, game preserve. Thank you. That was exactly the word I was looking for. But yeah. But yeah, like I said, I think uh, I think if you're listening to this podcast, if you like action movies, you, I'm sure everybody's seen at least one Predator movie, but obviously, like for somehow for the maybe the 0.001% of people who haven't, uh, check out check out the Predator movies. They're amazing. Like especially the first two. Um, I'm, again, I grew up. People hated Predator two. People growing up, people talked so much shit on Predator two. They're like, oh, shit, that Schwarzenegger, that's stupid. Dude, I fucking love the second one. I love, I love the Urban King Willie. I love King Willie. Yeah. Oh, King Willie's. Uh, yeah, his. Uh, that scene where he gets uh, taken care of is is one of my favorite scenes. And <laughs> how about just holding the holding the head? Uh, yeah, I, yeah I love I love the urban feel like. Um, when it's on the fucking awesome. dark oil and like the it's like the lightning and like holding the skull up. I, I as a kid I thought it was the most badass thing I'd ever seen. Yeah, I, I thought it was cool. Like I yeah, I love the he's like, you're taking out the drug lords, which I thought was kind of cool. He's like cleaning the streets, predators cleaning the streets. Uh that whole opening sequence when they go to like where the, the they're like having that gunfight, that shit's intense, man. And like and again, I thought to, to mad props to uh, to uh, Danny Glover because he he was fucking macho as fucking that he opens his fucking 
his trunk and he gets all the like the the weapons yeah. and the I was like, dude, Dan Glover, bad motherfucker, dude. I wouldn't fuck with And again, I thought like there's a sequence when he takes off his shirt and he's like changing his shirt in his uh police station. And homie was jacked, dude. He had swole up guns. Yeah. I'm like, how come nobody talks about buff Danny Glover got? Like that, but anyway. He was hiding it all under his uh, retirement shirt. Exactly. And exactly. like the weapon he couldn't he couldn't be a buffer than Bell Gibson, but he probably was. Exactly. He's probably jacked. But yeah, totally agree. Danny Glover was uh, one of my favorite parts of, of part two. He was a badass. He was like a, a cowboy. And I, I love the, oh, ending, the, where he ending the... When he's, he's fucking the predators are like mad respect. And they give him the fucking musket. <laughs> yeah. They're like the pirate gun or whatever. And I was like, dude, Danny Glover, bad motherfucker. He, he earned the respect of the predators, bro. Well, I like I like when they're they're circling him and he's like, all right, yeah. who's next? <laughs> right. He's just yeah. like, who wants some? And then they 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 give him the the gun. One of the things, uh, James, when you talked about Batman v Predator, uh, I think it was the third Batman v Predator. One of the most clever things I'd ever seen in comics was uh, the Predator comes to town and he's he's killing uh, all these adversaries, and he comes across Mister Freeze and Mister Freeze's gang, and he kills all of Mister Freeze's gang. But then he looks at Mister Freeze, and since Mister Freeze doesn't have any body heat. He doesn't see him. Like he looks right through him, and Mister Freeze is the only one that survives because the Predator had killed uh, the crew. And and so as a kid, you're like, this is, all. and it makes sense, right? Like I love when the internal logic of things uh, pays off. And I was gonna tell you guys another quick story. I don't know if you'd heard about the filming of the first Predator. Is that all the guys like Jesse Ventura, Arnold, Carl Weathers, they were oh, all yeah, trying to see who like uh who's the buffest dude right and who was going into the gym like before a shooting and every day like they would just see who could get to the gym first and work out and then just kind of mock the other guys oh you're only you're getting a late start huh and eventually i think jesse ventura said that he'd get in at like 3 30 in the morning and he wouldn't actually work out he would just maybe lift for five minutes and then spritz himself down and then put on a towel and start walking out as Arnold comes and he's like, oh, what are you getting a late start, huh, Arnold? And Arnold like couldn't believe it. He was like baffled. He's just like, yeah, we were just playing all kinds of like mind games and fucking with each other. Like, well, how about the one where? So I guess Arnold Schwarzenegger paid the seamstress to. Uh, uh, I think I don't know if it was like shrink Jesse's wardrobe or. Um, basically, she's like she. So she took measurements of his sleeve and was like, oh, you have bigger arms than and than Arnold. And he's like. Then he was like all like puff chest, like, yeah, I'm buffer than Arnold. But then it was like a joke. Arnold, uh, like, you know, told him, like, yeah, I paid the seamstress to do to tell you that. Shit. <laughs> but it's just like, that's the kind of testosterone driven set that was, dude. But also, awesome. apparently, it was a fucking nightmare filming that yeah. first one. Um, people were getting sick. It was like in Mexico, so right? There was no uh, water. The water was like brackish, and there was like, um, yeah, there was people were just getting sick from the bad water, and I believe it was in Mex- central Mexico that that they filmed. Like it was, yeah, it was a nightmare. Don't drink the water. Not even the predator. Not even he can handle that. Exactly. You don't kill the predator. Pamazum is revenge. There we go. <laughs> That's right. It's green. It's it's neon green. Just so you know. Exactly. He's <laughs> like, behind the tree. Oh! Well, well, before this this conversation goes more off the rails. <laughs> uh, no, great conversation. Um, man, it makes me want to watch all the predators again. Um, that's gonna be a good one. Uh, but yeah, no, great conversation with y'all guys. Um, if you liked what you heard today, don't forget to subscribe to us. Uh, follow us on um, Spotify. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. You can follow us at uh, Twitter and Instagram at Tank Rod Pod. 
That's at T-A-N-K-R-O-D-P-O-D. And you can use the hashtag going commando. Um, you know, spe- you know, special thanks again to Stable of Studs co-host Adam Freaking Danger. Uh, don't forget to to follow him on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well uh, at the uh, Adam Danger Podcast. Correct? Yes, sir. Adam Danger Productions. Adam Danger Productions. There we go. Uh, very, very. Your latest one uh, is a very. Uh, I, I enjoyed the last episode, and I really do. Uh, I'll say this on air. I really do hope y'all make a uh, a podcast about uh, video game baseball music. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that would be great. Um, or just video game <laughs> uh, music in uh, in general. Uh, but yeah, no. Any last thoughts before we go today, guys? You know, yeah. just oh, go ahead. Right no, no, go right. I was just gonna say. Uh, no, I was gonna turn it over to Adam Danger. Go ahead, buddy. Oh What's no, I just. Go ahead, Adam. I was going to pitch a movie. Okay, so the Predator, you know, maybe we're kind of thinking of what, what the Predator should attack. What if it's the Predator versus a president? And, like, the Predator's like, I have to get the president of the United States. And he has to go through, like, all the Secret Service and all these, like, military guys and CIA just to try to get to the president. I think that would be a pretty cool concept. Like the, and, like and the would Predator it be called... has fallen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Oh, my with God. Ger- with, with Gerard Butler teaming up with the Predator uh, oh, in order to save, to save uh, Morgan Freeman. At or, the end of the day, or, or Danny Glover, who's now taking presidency. That's right. The Predator's right. trying to frame Gerard Butler, you know. Exactly. <laughs> or Yet again. Here's, here's another pitch. Uh, it's in the future, and uh, the Predators have come to Earth, and it's up to John Spartan, the Demolition Man, to team up with Sandy Bullock to, uh, to fight against the Predator. Um, they, have to, they have to thaw out Dutch. In order to, to help him because he doesn't know him better. That is giving me a straight six. I need to see. <laughs> the best of all the worlds. Oh, man. Well, that, Copyrighted. I, those are some great, great movie ideas. Uh, let us know what your, what your favorite movie idea for the Predator reboot would be uh, on Twitter or Instagram. We look forward to hearing those responses. Uh, but, yeah, no, special thanks again to Adam Danger. Adam, we have a, a very special closing out here. Uh, we say this one's for you. Usually we say it's Keanu Reeves, uh, but since you are our guest tonight, uh, we're going to let you thank anybody you want by saying the phrase, this one's for you, and insert name here. Uh, this one's for you, Bill Duke. Bill Duke. Nice. nice. I will you. say this, one, oh, this one's for you, uh Keanu as well, because uh, Keanu's got uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music coming out uh, in another week, and uh, I am super stoked to, to, to watch it, um, and I'm going to talk about it in our next uh, podcast uh, one way or another. Uh, where's it going to be at? So, it is actually, uh, theaters are opening up, fun, fun fact, theaters are opening up nationwide uh, in the next two weeks. Uh, the Draft House in Texas is actually going to have free showings of it. But it'll also be video on demand as well. So uh, if you want to watch it from the safety of your own home, uh, smart thing to do in, in, a, in a pandemic, um, then watch a video on demand. Uh, but I'm I'm definitely stoked about it. So I'm wishing uh, I'm sending good vibes to Keanu. Uh, God, I hope it's good. I hope it's, I hope it's good. good. Gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I got faith in Keanu. Faith in Alice Winters. I got faith in digital George Carlin. Uh, <laughs> you might be on that one. Yeah. I don't can, I just, can I just say I'm very disappointed that we did not end this podcast with the very obvious 
this one is for you, our one ugly motherfucker. That shit writes itself, people. That's that's why you're there. You just said it. You literally just said it, though. Oh, that's so. true. Yeah. Okay, so you know we'll we'll suck a dick and we'll end the show. Thanks again <laughs> for right. listening, guys. Okay. And we'll see you suck, on suck the next dick. one. Sup, sup, sup. Suck a dick. Suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs>